Welcome, race fans, to this week's edition of the Mobile Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores Podcast. And my, has the time flown for, for the 2014 season. Uh, of course, Mother Nature was not too kind this last weekend for uh, a double dip of uh, Mobile Sprint Car Racing at Tri-City. Uh, rains and frigid cold, below average cold temperatures actually forced the cancellation of both nights of our show and the entire gold crown itself was rain or uh, frozen out, uh, shall we say, for this year. So that leaves just this coming weekend at Lincoln Speedway and Jacksonville Speedway, Shaheen's Super Weekend, and it's shaping up to be a, a big one, no doubt. And at this time, we'd like to welcome our first guest onto the show, uh, the three-time, going to be, looking at how everything's shaking out, four-time and defending MOA Sprint Car Series by Casey's General Stores champion, driver of the number 12 out of Sykeston, Missouri, Jared Hull. Jared, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me. And I tell you what, um, this series has definitely been kind to you over the years, but Looking at this coming weekend, um, definitely a pair of racetracks that you definitely have a liking to, especially Jacksonville. Uh, looking back, you, you've had success there all the way back in your early career, all the way up through uh, even when the Moa Sprint Car Series came, came to its present existence starting in 2011. Just kind of talk about what this weekend means, means to you as a, as a racer, knowing you've got two big premier events, relatively close to home and a little bit extra, a little bit of extra exposure some extra drivers coming in and just and Saturday is going to be kind of a cool deal honoring honoring Ron Milton just kind of talk a little bit what what that means to you as a driver yeah like I said Jacksonville is uh, is the first place you ever won a, uh, a sprint car feature at so when I uh, when I head back there, I feel like I'm I'm going home, even though it's it's still right up you know three hours and forty five minutes from from where I live. But uh, Jacksonville is my favorite track, uh, and and Lincoln's a is a good track also. So we're looking forward to for, to this weekend, and and a lot of good good cars are going to be there. A lot of competition. So we better uh, we better bring our A game if we want to be up front. And um, like I said, Scott. Boner's been been with me for a long time, and he'll have the he'll have the cars ready to go, no doubt. Well, I know uh, this final weekend uh, for Jacksonville when they run, whether it's been the whether um, well, you've whenever Jacksonville's had big shows, whether it be beginning of the year, or end of the year, you've had a lot of success there throughout the years. Is there any one victory at this moment for you that stands out in particular over any of the other ones, or or for you as a driver, are they all kind of special in their own way? Yeah, every win special. You just never know when the next one's going to come, and and uh, you know you better enjoy every one you get, and especially you know later in the years uh, in my career, you know every one of them, every one of them I definitely uh, enjoy, and uh, and hopefully we can you know keep on getting a, getting a few more before uh, before time's up. Absolutely, you bring up a really good point as well. Just you never know when that next win's going to come for. Kind of explain to people. I mean, your 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 success and your consistency to somebody who maybe doesn't follow the sport as close, maybe somebody new to it. 
it looks so easy, but there's a lot of preparation and a lot of hard work that goes into it, even to stay as consistent as you are. And that's kind of been your key these last four seasons in winning the championship. It's not necessarily been filled with a lot of feature wins. You you will knock off a few every year, but you're just you're always right there in the hunt. Just kind of explain what that's like. Yeah, when you're when you're points racing, it is a little different uh, than than you know when you're just racing for uh, for wins. And and uh, Scott Moore and I, like so we've been together for a long time. He does a good job preparing the cars, and uh, you know we can we can be up front most every night. And maybe there's some nights we can win for a win, and uh, you know, but kind of settle for a second or a third just to try to try to run for the points, and uh, so it's a, it's a little different race when you're running for points or running for a championship than it is when you're running for wins, And uh, but, uh, you know, we've, we've got that figured out, it seems like, and, uh, yeah, you know, we do win a few races through the year, but uh, we're real consistent, and that's what it takes. So for you as a driver, is it satisfy- more satisfying being able to knock off more wins in a season than come up short in a championship, or would you rather trade a few of those wins for a few, like, say, top two or three finishes to bring home a season title, because I, I, know, I, know, I know winning is a huge high, but winning a title is also a, a high in and of itself as well. Yeah, well, the last, last three years we've been able to win the championship, and it looks like we're you know, going to win a fourth, and and uh, you know maybe next year we can uh, we can do a little different and try to go for some wins and not worry so much about a championship and you know we we'd like to get another you know twelve or fourteen wins in a season I've been able to do that a couple times in my career and um, you know uh, looking forward to uh, getting what happens next year and see what see what happens there and, and uh, maybe we'll we'll change the way we look at racing and, and uh, go for wins instead of the championship and. I know you've got a youngster coming up well. I know Jet's kind of getting his feet wet in this as well. How much here, maybe not necessarily the next year or two, but how how much will that down the road kind of influence how much you race as well? Because I, I know that's got to be real, one of those things, in, any dad's got to be proud of getting their kid involved in the sport. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, you've been running quarter midgets, uh well, he started uh, two years ago, and, and um, you know, well, actually last year, and this is his second year, and, and uh, it's it's tough on him because he only gets to run, you know, eight, ten times a year, and, and uh, you know, he shows up, and he's he's rusty, uh, just like we all would be if we only raced a few times a year, and by the end of the end of the day or the end of the night, and he picks it up, you know, and and so that that's kind of what we're looking for next year, you know, it's it's tough to run points and and let him run races and. So, you know, we'll see what happens next year. And I definitely want to get him more races, and uh, he'll be eight next year, and it's getting time to where, uh, you know, maybe we'll start slowing down a little bit and let him pick up, uh, you know, pick up some more races and, and uh, start winning some. Will there ever be a point, uh, or is there a goal for you eventually to maybe, in one way or another, race with your son if you ever get the chance? Uh, you know, it, uh, it would, uh, you know, I, I don't see it really happening. I don't, uh, you know, by the time he gets old enough to run a sprint car, you know, I'll, 
I'd definitely probably be done. And uh, but that'd be fine. I enjoy uh, <laughs> I enjoy watching him run just as much. Uh, you know, basically um, in the later you know last couple of years, I enjoy watching him just as much as I do racing myself. So um, you know, uh, I can't wait till he gets up there and, and, and gets up to speed and starts winning races, and, and uh, we'll just let him take over and go from there. I got I got to appreciate the honesty there on that. That's not every not everybody will will get that chance. I, and I know every everybody who does get the chance talking with I know this I know uh, Sammy and Kevin the the Swindells have just absolutely just one example there. You talk to them, they're both just happy just getting the chance to race with one another. And I that I I think I kind of appreciate just the the candid honesty that you give there because. Uh, you just kind of realize this, just a little enough of a gap, and when you guys started, and how everything just kind of is, and it's it, it's not getting any easier to do this. Just exp just to kind of explain that as well. Just it, and in addition to the good help, it also takes a lot of good sponsors as well to kind of keep a keep any kind of racing deal and almost any level anymore going. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, you got to have a lot of good people that helps and. And over the years, we've had, uh, you know, a, a bunch of good people that's helped us out uh, in, in different ways. And and uh, you got to have a family that supports you and, and backs you 100%. And I've been blessed to have that. And I've been blessed to have a business that that allows me to go racing, um, you know, when, when I need to or when the schedule, you know, uh, shows a race. We, we're able to do that. So, um, man, I've had a great career and, and uh, you know, been able to win a lot of races through the years. And, like I said, I'll be uh, I'll be even more happy when he starts winning, and I can you know help him uh, win and, and go on to wherever he wants to go in racing. Before you hang up the helmet, is there one particular event or title or anything of that nature that you want to add to your list of accomplishments before you finish your racing career? Well, not not really. We we you know done what we like everybody like went out our show, but I know that's far far from where where we're going to go. You know we don't have the motor really to to do it, and we only got one, so that don't uh, seem like it's going to be possible. We were looking forward to Jacksonville this year and thought we uh, you know would have a good shot running up front, and uh, and we did. We had a good show. We just got tangled up there in a heat race crash and kind of got uh, some stuff out that we didn't realize was featured, but. Um, you know, I, we wanted to win the Queens Royal, and we did that two years ago or, or last year, and uh, that was a race that, that I've been so close to winning and never got to, but we was never do that, you know, last year. And so, I can't really say there's any race out there that that I, uh, you know, that I'm that I'm wanting to win that bad. Well, before we kind of let you go here, uh, we'll give you a chance to kind of, we'll let give you a chance to kind of thank your sponsors, your crew, everybody who's helped back back you to now what will be your fourth MOA Sprint Car Series title. Who are who are the people and the sponsors that help make that possible? Yeah, well, Rockwell American, they've been with me for the last couple of years and, and helped out a bunch and um, of course my business, Heartland Trailer Manufacturing, uh uh Hoosier Tires, Maxim Chassis, Scott Boner, uh Nima Crucci for 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 a long time. So um, you know, Simpson uh, has helped us out a bunch and, and Weld, um, you know, we, we just had a bunch of people that's been with us for a long time and 
and uh, you know we got to think the last uh, two or three years we've had uh, Brian with Super Socks has helped us out and uh, give us a nice sock to go out there and win some races with, and so we just had uh, we've had a lot of good people that's helped us, and so I'm I'm real thankful for that, and could have done it without them. Well, Jared, uh, congratulations on now what what is your fourth consecutive MOA title in a row. Uh, Definitely no small feat there whatsoever. Uh, look forward to seeing you here this weekend at Lincoln and Jacksonville. Best of luck to you. Okay, well, I appreciate you having me, and uh, we'll definitely be there and see what happens. Thank you very much. There you have it, the driver of the number 12 MOA Sprint car out of Sykeston, Missouri, Jared Hall. We'll be back after this break with our next guest here on the MOA Sprint Car Series, presented by Casey's General Stores Podcast. The Jacksonville Speedway season goes on with a bang with a huge special this Saturday. The inaugural Ron Milton Race of Champions will bring the best sprint car and midget drivers together for an action-packed night with both the MOA Sprint Car Series Championship and the Lucas Oil Power Eye Midget and Micro Championships being decided this Saturday night at Jacksonville Speedway. Also in action are modifies and street stocks. This huge race pays tribute to Jacksonville's favorite racer, Ron Milton, and features activities all day, including nostalgia displays and vintage cars and memorabilia. Gates open at 4 Saturday with racing starting at 6 at Jacksonville Speedway. Welcome back to the Mola Sprint Car Series. We're sending my Casey's General Stores podcast at this time. Guy who's got a very, very busy weekend coming up here. The head man of Siltrack, which promotes Lincoln and Jacksonville Speedway, as well as the Mola Sprint Car Series. We're sending by Casey's General Stores, Kenny Dobson. Kenny, welcome to the show. Thanks, Patrick. Pleasure to be on. Uh, I'll tell you what, this uh, Shaheen Super Weekend coming up here Friday at Lincoln and Saturday at Jacksonville with the Newly renamed Ron Milton Race of Champions, it's going to be a huge weekend for uh, fans of uh, all forms of motorsports, really. Yeah, it is. It, uh, things kind of came together in an odd way, you know, especially the show at Lincoln where we, you know, got to throw, you know, the Midwest Big Ten late model series uh, in with it due to a rain out last week. So we really, you know, the Lincoln end of the show, you know, it's one of those deals where when, you know, when is the last time you went to a racetrack and saw what's arguably the three premier racing series, uh, in, you know, in dirt track racing all on the same card. We have, you know, not only do we have our great ball 410 sprint car series, the Power Eye National Midget Series, but now we have late models too, super late models. So um, that, you know, really uh, is something different and uh, something I don't think people have seen for a long time. And then we come down here to Jacksonville on Saturday in honor, uh, you know, Ronnie Milton with uh, with uh, the championship being decided for both Moa and Power Eye on the same night, and uh, and uh, that should be an exciting night as well. And uh, we got a lot of stuff planned for the day Saturday. Nostalgia Winsterns has a lot of nostalgia stuff and cars and memorabilia and and all that. It should be a fun fun weekend. Absolutely, just kind of uh, kind of talk about how. You said this kind of all kind of came together at the last minute, but just kind of talk about how how things at least originally came together, at least with, for uh, what was originally planned for a doubleheader uh, for the championship weekend. Of course, as you mentioned, the, the late models kind of come in here. We're, we've got like three or four different championships going to be decided, but kind of talk about how it originally kind of came about. Well, it, you know, we had moved what last year was, you know, the Shaheen's weekend. Um, to, you know, October, kind of working around. There just starts to be more and more stuff going on around us. 
and uh, you know last week you would have had the gold crown or what have you. So we kind of started to plant this, you know, the second week of October, and uh, you know Power Ike, you know this was, you know last year was the MOA Championship weekend. Uh, Power Ike came to us uh, with the idea of kind of settling both of these championships on the same night, and uh, that really uh, was interesting. And so you know all year we've we've known that this was championship weekend for mo both MOA and the Lucas Oil Power Eye Series, and uh, that's what we've been looking forward to all year. And so some of the Shaheen stuff, um, you know, changed from just being a sprint car race uh, to being something where we could really focus on what are arguably the two premier open wheel series in the Midwest uh, on the same weekend. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, things, things happen, and, and we get the late models running with it in, in Lincoln. And um, so, you know, I, I, I just think that the chance to ha come out on one night and watch the final night of racing for, you know, the great racing we have with MOA and, uh, you know, the Midgets put on a heck of a show at Jacksonville also and Lincoln as well. Um, it, just, it just seems like a, a great weekend. Then in the middle of that, um, you know, we lose Ronnie Milton earlier this year who is, you know, I would say probably one of the most – important you know people in the Jacksonville racing scene not only probably one of the most well-known racers from Jacksonville but he had a big hand as a co-promoter of Jacksonville Speedway for a number of years with Butch Wood so you know it we really needed to do something for Ronnie uh, and uh, you know this just seemed like the right right weekend to do it so there's a little bit of a throwback theme with the nostalgia night a little bit of tie-in with the Shaheens thing as we sort of move it um, into something where we're honoring Ronnie, um, a particular person, rather than just celebrating uh, only the you know the the Springfield memories. So uh, should be a, should be a great weekend. Absolutely, for uh, for uh, race fans who maybe haven't been to the area for a while or maybe making their first trip here to check out this huge weekend. Do you have any kind of tips or advice maybe for first time or fans that maybe you're kind of new to the area? Well, you know, as you all know, Patrick, I mean, our Central Illinois racetracks are, are primarily, you know, little bowl rings, which, you know, I love. You know, a guy coming from Iowa where they're used to the big half-mile fairgrounds tracks, he's going to see something a little different. You're going to see a lot more, you know, close racing, wheel-to-wheel -wheel action, a lot of passing. You know, it, it is sort of unique here in Central Illinois where, you know, people talk about, you know, wing sprint cars are at times, you know, sort of a, you know, can be a follow-the-leader kind of affair. We, we really don't have that problem here. We race on these tight little, tight little bull rings with, you know, side-by-side -side racing, and uh, it uh, really makes for, for some great racing, both in the wing sprint cars and, you know, the midgets at, at Jacksonville and Lincoln where, you know, if we can get them up against the wall and, and the rim riding there is just... You know, it, it's it's just an excellent, excellent place to watch racing. Absolutely, and like you said, there's nothing quite like whether it be the midget sprints, stock cars, anywhere around here. It's always pretty tight quartered, and there's always there's always room for tempers to flare. But usually, it doesn't happen as much as it could because usually the tracks are in really good shape, regardless of where you go, and we have some of the best drivers around, arguably. 
and we, we really do. I mean, I'm, I can tell you, you can bring about anybody in here to Central Illinois, and I would not bet against any of our local guys being able to pull out the win. Um, you know, the guys that race around here regularly know these racetracks. It is a different different experience for a guy who's used to, you know, you know, big track, you know, I kind of say in Iowa or whatever, um, you know, having to come, you know, run these little ball rings. And, and it's a different kind of racing. And uh, I like this kind of racing a little bit better. And uh, and you're right, you know, you know, tempers tempers can flare, but we don't have a whole lot of that. And uh, but it is you can count on somebody's going to be moving through the field both Friday and Saturday night, passing a lot of cars. Absolutely. Uh, just kind of changing directions here a little bit. Um, of course. Casey's come on board with the Moa Sprint Car Series this year. Just kind of talk about how that kind of come about, because anybody who's kind of familiar with the Midwest racing scene is pretty familiar with the Casey's name, and they do a lot for motorsports, and they've come on board and done quite a bit for us just this season. Yeah, it's really been a been a blessing for for the the series as a whole. To you know, you can't drive anywhere in in our region and and not come across the Casey. So. As I had said early in the year, I mean, uh, our fans are Casey's customers, and Casey's customers are our fans, and and uh, there's there's such a great opportunity for us to, you know, build loyalty to the Casey's brand because they do support grassroots racing. They understand it. They go to it. Um, you know, I, uh, Mr. Myers, who's kind of the head of Casey's, um, you know, you go to the Knoxville Nationals, and and he's there. So. You know, they understand the sport. They're involved in it on so many different levels. And I would place Casey's here in the Midwest as one of the biggest supporters of grassroots auto racing there, there is. And uh, so to be able to have our series, which is a Midwest series, identify with one of the biggest Midwest brands and be associated with that, um, I think was good for, for MOA, and hopefully it, it's been good for Casey's. Well, I know it's... It's definitely a bit of been a fun relationship so far. Uh, definitely enjoyed seeing some of the pics of our guys kind of going out and showing their unique ways of how they support Casey's. And I know that, uh, like you said, they are huge, huge backers. And I and our and our guys are just as big of backers as them as well. Like you said, we are their customers. They are our fans. It, it's definitely a. It seems like a kind of like a match made in heaven. I. I, I. I don't know how anybody else feels about it. I can tell you that even today and every day, you know, I've gotten to where I, you know, I always went to Casey's. We all, you know, you can't miss going to Casey's. But, you know, I will drive by another convenience store to, to gas up and to get, you know, going inside of the Casey's just because I know in the back of my mind, even before the MOA thing, you know, they get what we do. And uh, you want to reward that. And so everything else being equal, well, heck yes. You're going to go support, you know, support the people that support you. And I think, you know, I think we have been able to develop that. You know, when everything else being equal, there's a Casey's on one side of the street and something else on the other. Then we as race fans need to pull into the Casey's. Absolutely. Just one more little thing before we go here. Um, of course, we know 2015 isn't too far away. Is there anything you can kind of tell us, maybe maybe some surprises maybe we can look forward to for the Moa Sprint Car Series coming up here next season? I, we're, 
we've been talking, you know, Jeremy and myself and Jake and Nancy and, you know, all the people that are involved in, in Moa and Pam and um, about what we could do different or do better. Um, I don't think that we've, you know, come up with anything earth-shattering that we're going to change. I think we have a very good racing series right now, and uh, we want to continue to grow it. And uh, But we also want to, you know, kind of stay too true to our roots. We are, I would say, sort of based out of, you know, the Springfield area. That's not where all of our cars are from, but if, if you put a pin in kind of the middle of Moa country, I think it would go on the map somewhere around Springfield. And uh, that's what we're here for. I mean, we aren't here to be, you know, the world of outlaws. We have great racers here in and around central Illinois. And the Moa Sprint Car Series is designed to give them, and occasionally a traveling racer, uh, a chance a chance to race. And, and that's what we want to be. Uh, we want to serve the needs of our members and, uh, you know, and be the best show here in the Midwest where we're at and uh, stick to what we do and uh, continue to do what we do a little better. Absolutely. Well, I, I won't take up any more of your time. I know you've got a lot of things on your plate getting this weekend ready to go. I know you've done some interviews already earlier today. So, Kenny, thank you for your time, and we look forward to Friday and Saturday night at Lincoln and Jacksonville. Hope everybody comes out, and I uh, assure you all, you'll have a lot of fun and see some great racing. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks for, thanks for joining the show. Kenny Dobson, promoter of uh, Lincoln and Jacksonville, head, head man of Siltrack, and with that, we will take a break, and we will be back with the next segment of the Moa Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores Podcast. The Jacksonville Speedway season goes on with a bang! With a huge special this Saturday, the inaugural Ron Milton Race of Champions will bring the best sprint car and midget drivers together for an action-packed night with both the Moa Sprint Car Series Championship and the Lucas Oil Power Eye Midget and Micro Championships being decided this Saturday night at Jacksonville Speedway. Also in action are modifies and street stocks. This huge race pays tribute to Jacksonville's favorite racer, Ron Milton, and features activities all day, including nostalgia displays and vintage cars and memorabilia. Gates open at 4 Saturday, with racing starting at 6 at Jacksonville Speedway. Welcome back to the Melo Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores Podcast. Unfortunately, due to schedule conflicts with our last scheduled guest here of the evening, and with it being on such short notice, unfortunately, that is all the interviews we have for this week's edition of the Melo Sprint Car Series presented by Casey's General Stores Podcast. would like to take this time to thank... Jared Hall, the now four-time and defending series champion of the Moa Sprint Car Series, presented by Casey's General Stores, as well as the promoter of Sil of Siltrack, Kenny Dobson, who oversees Jacksonville Speedway, Lincoln Speedway, two racetracks that are hosting this weekend's upcoming events, as well as the Quincy Raceways, and is an overseeing partner here of the Moa Sprint Car Series. Um, of course, uh, looking. What's coming up this weekend? Kenny kind of explained everything that's kind of coming up here this weekend. Definitely going to be a fun, fun weekend here. Shaheen Super Weekend. Uh, Shaheen Super Weekend starting Friday night with Night of Champions is being billed at the Lincoln Speedway. Uh, the mobile four, uh, 410 wing sprint cars. One of the three headline classes. Like Kenny said, it's a rare night where you get to see 410 wing sprint cars super late models and the midgets of power eye as well and ump street stocks are there racing as well uh gates open at around five o'clock with hot lap starting at 6 15 with 
racing scheduled to start right around 7 o'clock. And on Saturday, it's going to be a big, big day. Going to be a day where you want to be, be there early and kind of be there all day long at Jacksonville Speedway for the inaugural Ron Milton Race of Champions. Uh, this is definitely going to be one of those nights. It's going to be very fun to be a part of the event t-shirts. If you've not seen those, very, very neat pieces. Very well worth checking out. Uh, there's, uh, I know Wayne Stearns, who's been, he's been working very, very hard with the, the track historian at Jacksonville Speedway. Also oversees the Jacksonville Speedway Hall of Fame. Lots and lots of hard work has gone into putting this weekend together. He was supposed to have this nostalgia night set up for uh, the Illinois Sprint Week, which unfortunately the Friday night portion of Jacksonville Speedway, like many events there this year, have been was claimed due to Mother Nature. I know Wayne's been working on getting guys to bring in vintage sprint cars. I know Wayne's got a lot of photos, programs, and other just neat, neat pieces of history and memorabilia that you might might have never seen before, but even if you have, it's really, really neat to look at where our sport has come from to how it's gotten to where it is today. Just a lot, a lot of neat stuff there. I know there's a, for anybody who's looking to get a kickstart in the racing action, there's a Hornet Enduro at noon as well, 100 lap race there. But there's going to be all kinds of stuff going on all day long. Um... For those uh, looking at that, gates open at 4 with racing at 6 for, I believe I seen Kenny said it was the street stocks and the micro sprints will run their heat races first to give maybe some people a chance to get there a little bit earlier. But for anybody who doesn't want to miss out on anything, things do start an hour earlier. So gates open at 4 for the evening program there with racing at six and if you have any uh, if you need to find any more information be sure to check out uh, Midwest Open Wheel Association on Facebook um, MidwestOpenWheel.com uh, JacksonvilleSpeedway.com and LincolnSpeedwayIL.com for more information for all for both events coming up this weekend here on Shaheen's Super Weekend Friday, October 10th, and Saturday, October 11th. Looking forward to seeing a lot of you great race fans there. So, for myself, Patrick Davis, and everyone with the Moa's Frick Car Series, presented by Casey's General Stores, we thank you for checking out this week's edition of the podcast. And we look forward to seeing you at the final two races of the 2014 Moa's Frick Car Series, presented by Casey's General Stores season at Lincoln Speedway and Jacksonville Speedway. Elbows up, friends.